This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Inside the Tunnel, brought to you by VT Scoop 24-7 Sports. My name is Andrew Alex. Joined today, once again, by Evan G. Watkins. Evan, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I think everybody's going to be excited to get some insight on the class from uh, from this next visitor. Yes, Mike Villagrana, Senior Director of Player Personnel. In short, the man behind the scenes, making sure these trains are running on time when it comes to VT recruiting. Mike, how you doing, dude? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. No problem. No problem. So let's let's start. I want to start back at the beginning before we start on the, the 2024 guys. At the beginning, you were you were day one guy with Pry. Um, and when when you and Pry sat down and, and figured out this recruiting strategy about hitting the state of Virginia, building out the footprint, um, and doing all you know, setting all of the 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 uh foundation for your recruiting strategy. How do you feel in year now, full year two? How do you feel that you all are on that blueprint? How, how has it adapted? How have you changed it? Uh, and how do you feel you're doing uh, on schedule with that? I feel like we're on schedule. Um, I think that one of the most appealing things um, about this job when Coach Pride called me was that he was serious about that five hour radius um, because a lot of places, you know, they, they talk about taking care of their state, you know, wherever, wherever they are in the, in the country. But, um, but they actually, you know, they go pretty far outside of their, you know, maybe that three, four, five hour radius. Um, and he was serious. And, and Coach Pry always doubles down uh, on that stance with the, with the staff. Um, you know, so it's been good. Uh, we continue to do uh, some things on the road uh, from a strategic standpoint to make sure that we're, you know, uh, you know, making sure that we're, you know, continuing to build that foundation relationship with, with coaches and, and uh, everybody in the state. How do you feel like your relationship with the coaches in the state has improved? Like me, nobody's real shy talking about the last staff kind of disregarded the state of Virginia. So how do you feel like you all have gotten back in the good graces, if you will, and what's been the most challenging? Well, I think anytime you take a new position, a new head coach comes in, you got to salvage, you know, and repair some relationships, uh, right or wrong, from a previous staff. But um, I think what helps is, you know, Coach Pry is a genuine guy, and he he he's not going outside of that five-hour radius. Um, he's making sure that the staff is doubling down on every school in the state. Um, so. I think the the reception from the coaches is like, wow, this guy is really kind of backing up what he said from the beginning. Um, and I think they appreciate that. Um, and then every time they see Coach Pry, it's the same Coach Pry you met from the first time. You know, it's the same same coaches that you met uh, from the first time. They're genuine, real people. Um, and it's been good. Um, the coaches have been great. Uh, you can tell. I think. Um, what was neat was when we did the travel clinics, you know, we went to 757, we went to Richmond, we went to Northern Virginia, 
and just kind of talking with those coaches, you know, that first year, you know, tell them what we're about, uh, tell them what we're going to do. And now, you know, they're seeing that we meant it. I think it goes a long way. And I think there's a comfortability with the, with the coaches in the state uh, and, and our staff now, um, because I, I think, you know, we're just like, we're, we're, we're men of our word, essentially. You know what I mean? And I think coaches appreciate that. Yeah, not only with the coaching clinics, you know, I just saw, I think, I think Pry tweeted it out last night that you all, you got your chalk talk coming up in Blacksburg. How has the reception been yeah. for that? You know, it's one thing to go out to a lot of places when you all dictate that, but to invite people in, how has the response been uh, in, in the footprint of the coaches coming back? It's been good. It's been really good, especially for this part of the state, because, um, you know, the rich, we do the Richmond, we did the 757, we did the Nova. Uh, so it's really good for this area, for the coaches in this area specifically uh, to get to that clinic. But um, I think it's really neat what we did. You know, a lot of things that we've done since we've been here, bring back the lunch pail, um, things like that. Um, you know, we, we did what they did when Coach Beamer was here uh, and Bud Foster, you know, bring the guys in. They're able to make their own steaks. we got the grills out there. Uh, they get to pick their steaks, grill it up. Um, it just kind of really laid back, organic uh, feel, uh, and it's just kind of uh, it, it's it's who we are, you know. What I mean, just kind of down to earth people, um, and that that clinic's been great for us. So, looking at at the footprint, uh, you know, this year there was a little bit. I don't know. There was really a change. It was just a little different that you all hit a hit Ohio a little bit more than maybe you had in the past. You're an Ohio guy. You've got a lot of ties to Ohio on the on the staff. What was the the the, the impetus behind you know kind of wanting to reach further into that state? That's a fertile recruiting ground, and being able to go and grab some guys from there. Yeah, you know, there, there's no real sleepers in Ohio. You know, it's it's heavily recruited. Um, but when you when you draw a circle around a five hour radius around Blacksburg, all right, they, that falls Columbus falls in there. Uh, basically, you cut Ohio in half, and you got Cincinnati in there. Um, and we dipped into Cleveland a little bit. Um, but, you know, Ron Crook recruit, has recruited that area for a long time. Uh, so he was able to go out there, get some traction last year. Um, and then, you know, some of the guys, that they the, the reception was well, you know, when we went in Ohio. You know, there's – you know, Ohio prides himself on blue-collar guys. Um, and that's what we pride ourselves on is – blue collar so um this place resonates with uh, a lot of guys a lot of type of people in ohio so it was good you know we recruited them and the reception was good um and then so we're going to continue to recruit that area you know one of the one of the guys you got from there this year uh we had coach pry on on signing day and he uh i think he called him a unicorn um andrew hanchuk you know what yeah what had, did you all see when you evaluated him? He was a little different because he was coming off an injury, but what, what did you all see when you evaluated him? And, and what do you, do you share that same sentiment? You think he's kind of a under the radar unicorn type of guy that could be a really good athlete for you? Yeah, really good. I think he's going to make his money in at, at defensive tackle. I, I know there's a lot of back and forth. I know offense loves him too. Uh, if it doesn't work out at defensive tackle, but I think I think he has a high ceiling. And then when you watch his film, when we watch his junior or his um, previous stuff when we were recruiting him, we're like this guy has a lot of potential. Um, uh, so he, he's at he's he, he's a huge kid. You know, he's here now. Um, see him at mid year. Him and his dad, his brother is huge. 
Uh, he's only in ninth grade. Um, really neat story with them. Uh, great kid, great dad. Uh, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he fills out because he has a really big frame on him right now. Uh, but you combine that with some athleticism that he has, um, you know, he, he's got a bright future. You know, another but, one. But got I, think that, I think what's neat, too, is seeing these guys working out now is you're starting to see the big skill, the O-line, the D-line, that those positions, those bodies um, starting to evolve. You know, we're starting to get bigger uh, across the board, which is was one of our goals. It uh, doesn't mean we're not going to recruit somebody that maybe isn't 6'3", but, you know, we we did make it a point that we do want to get a little bit longer uh, at, at those positions. You know, another one you got out of Ohio was was Tommy Ricard. He's a guy that I've said this on the message boards before. I think he might have the highest ceiling of the offensive lineman. I'm I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, um, what, good. what did you all see uh, recruiting him? And, and I know he's got ties to Virginia Tech. So is he kind of recruiting you all at the same time or, or how did that whole process go? No, it's a pretty neat story. I was I was going to uh, I was going on vacation. I was, me and my wife, and my kids, we were driving uh, to Top Sail, North Carolina. Uh, it's right underneath Outer Banks, and so I was just doing some. I was just hitting some guys up uh, from Ohio, um, and just seeing if they, they were interested. Uh, just kind of a, a last um, a hoorah, trying to get some guys from Ohio on on campus. And uh, Tommy was just one of the guys that hit me back, and then come to find out his mom had went to Virginia tech. And, um, so we get him here, we get him for, for either it was a spring practice or it was a spring game. Um, and then that's when we found out that his mom went here. Um, and just from there, um, he fell in love with it. We loved the kid. Uh, he's, he's a very wide human being and you watch his film. He's a grinder. He's a finisher and he's really smart too. He's, he's a four Oh kid. Um, so it, the ceiling's high with them, but it, it was just, it all stemmed from me just texting the kid, um, randomly, just a crapshoot. Like, I mean, I, you know, hopefully some of these top players in Ohio hit me back. The ones that hit me back, we'll try to get them on campus. And then once you get them on campus, you know, he, uh, hit it off with coach prime, hit it off with coach crook. Um, and obviously the mom had the ties. I think they went to a tailgate after. Um, and then it had some family here and some friends here. So I think that helped too. Um, but that's an awesome family. So outside of, uh, you know, go, getting outside of Ohio and looking back at the state of Virginia, uh, you all signed, I think, I want to say five, um, but you did really well with some of the top guys, Kalen Adams, Gerard Johnson, Chance Wiggins, those guys that are kind of top of the board guys, not just for you all, but top of the guys in the state of Virginia. What was it? What was it like going, you know, recruiting the state of Virginia the second year? You had a little bit more momentum on the field uh, this year and just just trying to get back in and continue to build what you've already done with landing some of these top guys. Yeah, because I, I think we, the relationship was there, you know, so it was already kind of established. And then going into this, this is kind of what how we kind of thought it was going to work out that first year. It was going to be hard to pull some of the top guys. They don't know us. You know, they don't know what we're about. Uh, we're not able to go in their homes as many times as some other schools had been. Uh, year two, um, now you're able to see some progression on the field. All right, where we're going, uh, who Coach Pry is, 
uh, who this coaching staff is. So they're able to see that. Um, and so we have something to sell. We have a product, you know, um, to sell. And so it was a little, it was a little bit easier to get in with these guys, but it wasn't easy to hold on to them. Uh, that's for sure. You know, the coaching staff, Coach Pry, uh, we all had a really good plan going into it and we stayed on top of them and, and we were able to get the done, uh, get it done with a lot of the top guys here. Um, and I think it's only going to get better because now we've been recruiting these guys, the 25s, even longer. Um, and that's just kind of how it works. You know, the, the longer you have relationships and stronger relationships with the high school coaches and the kids and the families and the trainers, um, you're going to set yourself up and have a better chance to land those good players. So when you all you all landed, obviously, Brody and Chance to the t- if not the two top wide receivers on the board, very close to the two top guys uh, on your board at wide receiver. How do you feel about, you know, landing those two guys? How do you feel that sets that position up uh, for the future? Obviously, you had four guys coming back, but how do you feel like they can be kind of the future of that program or of the the, the, the room? Yeah, you know what? I think it goes back to last year. I think Coach Mines uh, did a really good job signing those guys. Um, Green, Fitzgerald, uh, Heath. Um, you know, those guys, um, to me were kind of the foundation, um, of, of that room. Um, and then we were able to add the pieces like Jennings and Felton and Jay Lane. Uh, so the room's really healthy right now. Um, it's a deep room. Um, I'm excited to see these guys out in spring practice and compete and to see how it kind of plays out after, after spring. Uh, and then, then you add, uh, Chans and, and Keenan, which, you know, those guys are pretty dynamic and, you know, they're talented enough to probably compete the first year in a deep room. So that says a lot about those guys' skill set. Um, what was pretty neat was we were able to get Chance Wiggins to practice at the bowl game. Um, you know, it's the first time Virginia Tech's ever done that. Uh, we were lucky enough he was able to because he finished school early enough and all his coursework and obligations. So it was awesome getting him and his mom up in D.C., seeing him practice. He already looks like one of the guys uh, when you see him out on, on the practice field, but he's just a really mature kid. Uh, you can tell he's going to be successful uh, with it in intangibles, uh, and you combine that with his size, speed, and attributes. Uh, he's going to be dangerous, and he's he's got a bright future here. I'm I'm really excited about Chance and Keelan. Keelan's mom. Any, what's that? Did anything surprise you when you got when you got Chance on the practice field? Now that you've gotten a chance to actually see him a, a little bit, a couple practices. He's just a, a great combination of pretty much everything. He's a well-rounded guy. You know, he's he's twitchy. He's fast. He has really good ball skills, really good natural hands. Um, and uh, I, I think he's going to end up being a real a big student of the game, too. That's going to really help him, too, as he develops in the next couple of years. So let, I want to switch to Kamari Copeland. He's got a great story. I've, I've written yeah. about Kamari Copeland for years. So Virginia Tech fans are probably pretty, pretty well versed with his story. But for, for you all to be able to get in and, and secure the last official and, you know, just really sell him and lock him in on wanting to be a Hokie, you know, what was, what was the story like from your side in that recruitment and getting to know him and bringing him back to Virginia? Yeah, so he was brought up early in the season. Um, our chief of staff actually brought him up, Michael Hazel, um, and watched his film, and he was really interesting. You know, and then come find out, you know, like you said, you know, he's a Virginia guy. Um, and then once he uh, started hit, getting all these offers, 
um, you know, from SEC schools. Um, you know, it, it was I was curious to see how where it was going to go from there. Whether he, you know, he was just going to kind of say, "No, I'm good. I'm going to go to the SEC and whatnot." Uh, but you know, Coach Pry, uh, Coach Price, um, they did a good job um, recruiting him, and uh, so much that you know how when we hit the the winter contact period, it's really tight for time. Uh, every every day matters, but uh, we were the only school that flew out to Iowa Western. Uh, we had the head coach there, um, and it, that's not an easy thing to do is to take a whole day and get to Iowa Western and and get some other stuff done. So that day was solely for Kamari Copeland. I think at, at, when the, at the end of the day, when he had to make it, made a decision, I think that went a long way with him and his mom. Because um, mom did, did her homework. She had her questions. Uh, but Coach Pry, Coach Mar Price, they, they, they did a great job uh, being transparent with her, um, which, you know, was, was a good deal. It was real good. Who do you feel looking at the whole class? And I know it's a little bit diff- difficult because you're so involved with all the recruitments of all of these guys. But who who are kind of the under uh, underappreciated maybe, or the guys that might be hidden gems that the, the the fan base might not realize could be as good as potentially you think they could be? I don't know. When you look at our class, you look at our high school class. There's a lot of guys to me that are underrated. I don't know. Maybe I probably I'll probably say that every year. You know, I talk to you and some other recruiting services. It's just like I, I think our guys should be rated higher than what they are because we think a lot about them. And, you know, we 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 do the digging on them as people, you know, as students, um, you know, and obviously they're, they're really talented. But I mean, you look at like Tyler Mason um, and Derek Dandy, you know, kind of a smaller school in North Carolina. Um, but I mean, the production, all the guy does is score touchdowns, yep. you know? Um, so, you know, I'm excited to see him. He's here. Uh, obviously Keelan was a highly rated guy. Um, everybody knew about him. Chance knew about him. Um, I think Gerard, uh, Johnson, uh, is a, is going to be an absolute beast. He's going to be huge. Um, it's going to be pretty cool to see what, uh, coach Gold can do and, and put weight on him, uh, in the next two years, he's going to be huge. Um, I think Josh Clark and Reddish uh, and those guys are studs. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. The, the guy that, uh, yeah, I, I talked about how, you know, we're trying to evolve and get bigger up front on both sides of the ball. Uh, and then, you know, we signed Emmett Laws, you yeah. know, Emmett Laws isn't that six, four, you know, 290 pound guy, you know, he's undersized, but he's, he's an absolute man child. Uh, what he's doing at that level and those schools that he's playing against uh, at the high school level, he was dominating. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be a ton of specials when he's doing a great job uh, on the field. He's, he's, he's helping us win games because, I mean, he, he commutes like two and a half hours a day. Yeah. Uh, you know, he doesn't live near uh, – he lives about an hour outside of um, where uh, DeMatha High School is. Uh, so he – he trains there and uh, to and from every every day, which is pretty neat. Just the work ethic he has. So I think he's. I mean, to me, I guess he's a little bit under the radar, but um, yeah. One of the guys that that I, I've always said throughout the process that I thought would way outplay his ranking, and you touched on it for a second, is is Quentin Reddish. You know, I think he's a guy that has a potential to play early. Um, I really like him on film, yeah, and he I agree. was. 
he was a little interesting because in the summer when he committed, it was it was really Virginia Tech and NC State. But we kept hearing a lot of schools were trying to come in late on him. Schools like, uh, you know, like Ohio State and I think UNC and some others. Yeah. Was he difficult to kind of hang on to during that process? I, you know what? His recruitment kind of speaks to like how we're recruiting um, our philosophy and how Coach Pride wants to recruit. Uh, so in his case, you know, Quinn Reddish, we kind of get on him early um, and then he kind of he blows up a little bit. Um, you know, that Ohio State um, traction, that was real. Uh, but we, we had a really good relationship with the high school coach. Uh, you know, we obviously have good ties in North Carolina with our coaching staff. Uh, we were always upfront with the family um, and very transparent. We had a, a good relationship. So when that when that traction became real, we we talked about it. Uh, Coach Pry, Coach uh, Prelo, and and the staff they they got on the phone with the family uh, and they talked through it. You know, and that that's that, that's awesome because you got to be able to have hard conversations uh, and be transparent, and that's what we did. And we were able to talk through it. Uh, and then I think we ended up actually stronger with the family and the kid after having those conversations. Um, but he's a, he's a stud. I, I, I can't wait to see him and what he does, especially from that position. Uh, I think he's one of the next, next, next guys that's going to be great at that position. So you've been, you've been in the recruiting game for a long time, and, and everybody that follows recruiting knows that over the last few years, it's all changed. Everything has changed. The, the the high school recruiting sped up. The transfer portal. Um, you got the JUCO window that's in there. So, how have you adapted a, as a staff to all the changes in recruiting windows and the timings? Yeah, you know, administration, our compliance office, they do a good job educating us on what we can and can't do, and and keep us up to the time, keeping us up uh, with the times. Uh, because it is, it's it's pretty tough uh, at times because it's always changing. The calendar is always changing. You know, right now we just started a, a, a new calendar essentially uh, this January uh, with these eight opportunities. So we had to reevaluate how we're going to visit and how we're going to use those opportunities. But it's it's pretty crazy. And I think you know a hot topic is the month of December, right? The tail end of uh, November when we have those four dead periods for player retention, and then we hit the road. Well, you know, it used to be, well, you know, you can go around schools and, you know, you can have, you know, a couple of your area schools, maybe hit those, maybe see a couple 2025 kids. Uh, but it's, it's such a grind now just to finish your class and go see your 2024s, you know, and, and make sure that we're, we're good there. And, and then, then, then you're dealing with the either a portal kid or a JC kid, um, and so you're you may I may have a plan for Tyler Bowen to be at um, you know to go to a school and say Maryland. Well, a portal kid hits, all right, and we're hot and heavy on him. So we got to divert totally from that plan and get him out uh, to go see that particular kid. So that that will happen, and it's happened a bunch. Um, and then you're dealing with your, your own player retention. You're still trying to keep your guys. Um, and that was a big piece, too, that I think that, um, that I thought we did a really good job this year. You know, we had presentations for those guys that were able to declare. 
and we were able to present, you know, the the facts to them uh, when it kind of comes to the draft um, projections, uh, everything. You know what we plan on doing moving forward with them, and Coach Pry killed it. And, and I think uh, it speaks to who Coach Pry is and the culture that we've built here, uh, because those guys want to stay here um, and continue to to be on the rise here. How how difficult is it when maybe not, maybe a player decides they want to come back or a guy like Ollie Jennings, who you expect you have him for a year and he goes pro, then he gets hurt and comes back and those numbers kind of fluctuate and get fluid. How, yeah. how difficult is that as as you get into the grind, the December grind? Because I'm sure there are players that want to come and you have to say, we don't have a number for you. Yeah. Um, guys, you want to recruit, but you can't because you don't know what's happening with your numbers. Yeah, it, it's tough because you go into the season and you're looking at your projections and, and your numbers and where you kind of want to fill holes. Um, and so, but then come out of it, especially for us, you know, we didn't we didn't anticipate that we were going to get all these guys back. So we had a certain number allotted for you know other players uh, at either of either of the positions. Um, so then we had to adjust. Uh, we probably we're going to take a little take more high school kids. Uh, but the fact that we brought back all these guys, that, that means our number is lower. So we, we weren't able to take as many guys as we wanted. So that that's tough. Um, but it, it's also a good thing, uh, too. Do you think that it's going to become the norm? Maybe I'm talking more holistically in college football as opposed to just specifically Virginia Tech that we see high school classes shrink at schools hold position, hold numbers open for portal? Yeah, I, I hope it, it doesn't hurt the high school um, ranks. Uh, for us personally, we're always going to be building off of um, off the high school level. Coach Pratt uh, and, and myself has reiterated that multiple times, and we always are. Um, and then we'll, we'll supplement our roster with needs, uh, wherever that may be. Um, so I, I think at some places it, 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 they may go heavier portal um, where, when it makes sense. But for us, I think we've built the blueprint and the foundation that it's going to be high schools. And then if there's holes in areas, then we'll be able to fill that with, um, with the portal. And I, it's like the, uh, it's like this, this, this past season, we took, you know, um, three defense alignment. I mean, that was a hole. Obviously, you know, we had an order of room. Um, so that we're going to supplement our roster with the portal guys and we're in a better position. Great insights, Mike. And we appreciate you joining us before we let you go. We're going to play a little game. Okay. I'm going to ask a question. You have to tell me which player and which member of the staff is the answer to that question. Okay. Which player has uh, the signing class? Yeah, in the signing okay. class. It could, get, it could be a guy on the current roster too, just whoever you feel best fits the answer. Okay. And it could be a coach. It could be a member of your recruiting staff, whoever. Okay. Who would you most trust to cook you Thanksgiving dinner? Um, Thanksgiving dinner? Um, Chance Wiggins. Um, allegedly made a, uh, a killer shrimp Alfredo um, at the home visits. Uh, Sean Quinn, I guess, got a third and fourth uh, when he was there. No surprise. But um, 
And then uh, staff-wise, probably, probably, probably Cheetah, DJ. I think he can throw down. If one player and one member of the staff had to enter American Idol, who would have the best chance of winning? American Idol? Uh, that would definitely would be Cheetah. Uh, he has a hell of a voice. And then, uh, Siamese. I can't see any of them singing, to be honest. Gabe Williams probably thinks he's a good singer. I could see that. So, Gabe Williams. Best dressed. Best dressed. Um, <laughs> I mean, Cheetah. Uh, this is all a Cheetah question. Yeah, they are. Um Coach Pry is the best dressed uh, by far, uh, in my opinion. He's always looking dapper. Um, and then player-wise, um, maybe one of the older transfers. Um, now Keelan Brody, he's always he's always dressed to impress. Who would run the fastest marathon? Fastest marathon? Uh, Stuart Carter. He's our equipment guy. Uh, him and Carly Harris have me do a half marathon this, this fall. Uh, so he's he's definitely one. Um, and then I'd say probably Tyler Mason. He's always got long – he's got all his long runs. He can run. Best taste in music? Um, Sean Quinn has a, has a pretty wide variety of music, but he's pretty good music. Fontel, pretty good with the music. Um, and then player wise, uh, I can't go with any of those guys. They, the, the music that they listen the music these days, I, 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 I don't get, you know, my staff, uh, my young staff, they like, uh, like Rod Wave and that, like the depressing rap. Like, I, I don't get it. No mumble rap here. No mumble rap. I st- I still listen to the you know nineties two thousands. If you could pick, if you could pick the best lyricist from the from the nineties to the two thousands, who would you pick? Uh, Nas, uh, Az. Um, I'm a big Tupac guy. Um, gosh, I yeah, I'd probably go Nas. Yep, yep, yep. big Tupac guy. Yeah, yeah. Nas, Nas is up there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Mike, thanks so much for joining us, man. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to uh, to talk with us. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Love what you guys do. Always, anytime. Mike Villagrana, Senior Director of Player Personnel for your Virginia Tech Hokies. Thanks for listening to Inside the Tunnel, folks. Plenty more content coming your way. Hit the subscribe button. Go get your VIP subscription on vtscoop.com. You don't want to miss any of the action. We'll talk to you soon. As always, go Hokies. Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has Broomgate. 
It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now.